This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Welcome into episode four of Beyond Basic. We are moving right along, joined by my wonderful co-host, Gabriella Giovanni. And before we get to our guest guests, I should say, this afternoon, I want to just discuss our Thanksgiving holiday because I know both of us were with our families and Ella, you were in Philly. I was in Washington State where it's cold in both places. Yes. Actually, we had a few days of warmth. It got up to, I think, about 55, almost 60, which was crazy. And then I'm back in the blizzard of Chicago. Yes, you are. And I'm back in <laughs> Quick more around. of the warmth of Nashville. So it was like flipping scripts there. I also wanted to say, because I know that you were like looking at my social media this week, and you know what? Those Washington State Cougs, they, they just broke my heart. You know, I went home. I was back in Washington. I, One of us had a good rivalry with right. the other. It was not. not a good, it was just not a good showing by the Cougs. That snow that usually is in our favor was not in our favor. And I'm, I'm a little heartbroken and a little bit jaded this week. But then again, I never expect to win that game anymore against the Huskies. They just have our number. I don't know what it is, Kay. In Washington, it hasn't been that good or that consistent this season, so I was very surprised yeah. that Washington State could I know. Pull it off. So we'll just see what, what poo-poo bowl we go to. I'm, I'm sure it'll... But my, my Buckeyes, on the other hand. Yeah, Kay. I know. I was at least happy. I was watching that before I caught the plane ride uh, back to Nashville, and my parents are so funny. My grandma's like, so who are we rooting for? And I said, <laughs> she says, is Ohio? I said, yeah, Grandma, Ohio State. I covered the Buckeyes. It was so cute. Oh, my gosh. I was very surprised in the way they won, <laughs> really. Yeah. I mean, 60, 60 plus points. Come you on. You know, I and I agree with you. I was, in, I was surprised by the way they won. But honestly, Ella, I wasn't surprised – at all that they won. I thought Michigan was a little bit overrated this season. Um, I really didn't think that they were a top four th team. I just think their record and because they're in the Big Ten kind of put them in that position. Sure. I mean, I really didn't know what was going to happen because of the way Ohio State's been playing recently. And the way they played on Saturday, I was thinking, where has this been all year? <laughs> right. Well, hopefully our, our teams will both get a shot. Obviously, you at the championship um, and maybe getting into the playoffs and, and I just want to go to a good bowl game. So we'll see. We'll see how it ends up. But let's get into our guests for this week. And this is the first time that we've actually had two guests on at the same time on our podcast. And these are two extremely uh, forward advancing ladies who know their stuff. Right, Ella? They certainly know their stuff. Kayla, I'm so excited to have them. We have Lauren Walsh, the founder and CEO of LW Branding, and Rachel Filippini, the director of brand strategy and strategic partnerships at LW Branding. They're based out of Chicago. Um, they just had a big signing in Kirk Cousins with their company, which is amazing for them. But we're so excited to have them. 
let's welcome them in, Kayla. Well, you ladies, thank you, first of all, for jumping on here to our podcast. We're really excited to have you guys both on here. You know, you guys, your branding company, you emphasize bringing these athletes beyond their sport, developing a legacy for them. What went into to putting this together? Yeah, well, first, thank you so much for having us on. We're so excited to talk with you ladies. Love what you're doing. Um, but it, it goes back to college, actually, when I saw a need with college student-athletes. And the reality was that I was surrounded by a bunch of amazing individuals who were blessed to have this talent of being so great at a certain sport. But it seemed like they were missing out on a lot of just the other things that maybe people like us took for granted. And what I mean by that is, you know, me, you know, throughout college, I had internships or, you know, I had different things just being raised where, you know, I wasn't 100% focused on a sport. So I had the opportunity to engage in other things and just had other people who were teaching me things. And I just saw a need for what was going on. There was just a lack there. And I think we see so much of it. So it stemmed right there that that kind of was the factor um, that eventually led me to start the company. And Rachel, you actually, I believe, interned under Lauren. Is that correct? Yeah, I did. And so how did you guys kind of form this together and decide, okay, we want to go in on this and, and make it bigger with the both of us? It's so crazy how it happened, actually. So um, my college partnered with an organization called the Chicago Semester. So basically, you come to Chicago for a semester, and you have a full-time internship. So four days a week, you're there from 9 to 5. Um, so I expressed that I wanted to do something in sports, and they had actually worked with Lauren in the past, so they set up an interview for us. And it kind of just started right there, and ever since then, we kind of hit the ball running. It's so crazy. I tell her now, like two weeks in, I was like, okay, when I'm done, this girl's going to hire me. Like, I'm saying she doesn't have a choice. Right. Like, this, this is going to happen. Um, and, you know, we had to work hard to build it up to we could get to a point where, you know, I could come on full time. Um, but it was just a combination of, A, my love for what the company did and what we were doing and how we were helping people, and B, the amazing culture that Lauren set um, and the example that she was both personally and professionally. Well, speaking of that culture, I want to read a quote from your website to make listeners a little bit more familiar um, to talk about the foundation that you have built and maybe have both of you explain more into detail what this statement means. So it says, LW Branding is a boutique branding and marketing agency that specializes in working with professional athletes. We help our clients create a platform that increases their exposure, allowing them access to additional sources of revenue off the field or the court. We set ourselves apart by being selective, faith-based, and taking a very personalized approach to each client. So, Lauren, can you kind of pick apart what this statement means? Because it it is so rare to see a company like this talk about being selective, being faith-based, um, and really caring about the client so, so much. Of course. So, it actually was, it was a few months ago where... Um, and, and also just to touch on your question before with Rachel, uh, I think this it's good for people to know, I mean, the reality of small companies is that when I made the decision that 
I wanted to bring Rachel on full time. And the re you know, the reason was number one, of course, she was a huge culture fit, but number two, she'd just gone above and beyond and exceeded expectations. But we were not at a point where I could necessarily afford to do it. So and I was just candid with her and let her know about that. And then, you know, we decided to just grind and, you know, put our best foot forward and, and luckily it led to a good amount of clients that led us to be in a position where she could come on full time. Um, and simultaneously we were also able to open our first official office and you know so much happened but um, then fast forward a few months later we had realized that we were getting maybe just a little bit comfortable it was like okay things have been working you know things are going well you know we're turning a profit you know we're looking into maybe potentially hiring on a few other people but the other thing was it didn't feel like we were kind of coming into our own so I'm a big person of make sure that you practice what you preach and I kind of just you know looked at Rachel and said look we tell our clients to do all these things, um, but we need to make sure that we're actually following through on all of it. So we decided to go through an intense strategy session with ourselves, and that led us to actually do a complete rebrand where we sat down and literally spent months just digging into what are our core values as individuals, and then how do we bring those to the company? And that's what happened. We decided to go all in, and I'll, I'll let Rachel explain, but the funny thing was she actually was against it and she at first you know she said she's like I don't know about this and she you know she just was like I don't know if we should do it and it's obviously it's no secret you know sports and entertainment isn't necessarily the most faith-based entertainment you know or industry out there um, so you know it's scary to say we're gonna go out and put ourselves out there and do this but at the same time I just said you know here's the deal we're going to do it and the right people are going to come our way and the people who don't agree with what we believe in they're not supposed to be our clients and and we had some people too that we were working with at the time that when we went through this we actually had to step away from there were a few opportunities we had to turn down and a few clients we had to walk away from because they didn't fit this mold but the thing was i fully believe in being as authentic as you can you know i think you need to show up as who you truly are each and every day and i do not believe that you should wear different hats and i felt like i was i felt like i was one person in this meeting with this agent and then i'd walk into the office and i'd be this person and then i'd go home and have to be this other person so i just decided look here's who we are we're going to just go forward with it and, and just commit to this and it i mean it's been amazing like when i tell you that by us doing that we have gotten more business. I mean, I think we have probably uh, tripled in size over the last, wow. That's uh, incredible. let's see, probably nine months. Yeah. And I, and I do attribute a lot of it strictly to doing this. Now, I think there's a lot of similarities in what both of you do and what me and Kayla do as journalists, which I think is very interesting um, in terms of building the trust of these athletes and building relationships with them. And, and so for you guys, how do you get these athletes to buy in, to, to trust the work that you're doing, um, for you to represent them and, and show their work and who they are as people off the field or the court or the ice um, to, to brands and to their fans? I think you, you mentioned it perfectly. I mean, we treat them as people. I mean, that's what it comes down to. I think a lot of times people forget that at the end of the day, these are normal everyday individuals just like ourselves. Now, yes, I'm not going to deny the fact that they are, you know, quote unquote famous and they have these platforms, 
However, the reality is that they have normal everyday problems that we have. They have, you know, everyday, you know, human things that go on. And so we treat them like that. And then we also, you know, just let them get to know us. And we understand that it's going to be a process. And we tell them up front, we're like, look, we understand it's going to take a little bit of time, but we're going to have your back. And then just constantly over delivering. I think that's the other thing a lot of times with athletes. A lot of people want to get into their circles, so they overpromise and then underdeliver. When you can do the opposite, you know, we'll set a standard, but then we'll constantly go above and beyond on different things where we're almost surprising them. You know, they're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you did this. Or they call and say, hey, I need this. And we say, oh, it's actually already done. You know, we took care of it last week. So it's those tiny little things of knowing what they're going to want next and being consistently five steps ahead of them that's going to get them to realize, like, holy cow. These people actually have my back and care about me as a person, not just about having my name as another addition to their roster. You know, I've covered so many athletes along my journey. I've been in the business for 13 years now and covered all types of sports. And I will tell you, I definitely come across those type of athletes where I'm like, wow, you are really, you know, a good person. You do so much in the community. You have a good base to you. And then, you know, there's definitely some athletes out there where you're scratching your head saying, who is this person? Um, So you guys specifically said you look for certain characteristics and they have to fit your mold as well. Uh, What is that? Well, it's funny. We we have it on on a huge piece of paper in our office. It actually sits right behind, uh, it hangs on the wall right behind where Rachel sits. But um, there are certain things that we actually do look for, and it's individuals who are driven, who are focused, um, who are articulate, who are philanthropic, um, you know, who are also focused on their legacy, um, those who, you know, have a passion for their faith. Of course, it's not a requirement, but it fits into what we're doing. Um, and also those who are very high character individuals. And I love that, that you guys weren't just like, hey, anybody can, you know, come on in. It's like you guys have a standard too. You know, athletes have a standard, you have a standard. And I think, again, it seems like that is why it works so well for you guys. Yeah, I mean, we had a, a almost two-hour strategy meeting actually on a Saturday a couple weeks ago, and it was it worked. You know, it's, we could have done some work for these individuals. However, it just didn't necessarily fit into what we were doing, and it didn't feel right. And I remember, you know, it was a couple. I think on Monday, you know, Rachel said, "Oh, what's going on with them?" I said, "Oh, we're not going to work with them." But she knows. She didn't question. It. She didn't say like, "Oh my gosh, why?" You know, it, it's like we have these standards. We have this stuff. It's on the wall. You know, whatever you need to know, it's on our website. But it just was like it doesn't make sense. It's not going to be the best fit. So we're not going to take it on. So obviously, the first step in your work is, you know, establishing a relationship with these athletes and signing the athlete. But then from there, you have to build the relationships with the brands to work with the athletes. So can you describe that process, what that's like in finding the right fit in terms of brands to match the athletes that you represent? Yeah, um, I think a lot of it, one thing that we really pride ourselves on is being very personalized. So we won't just reach out to 100 different brands and have a list. Okay, got this guy deal, got this guy deal, got this guy deal. It'll be more of, okay, what are the values that this individual likes? What are the products that this individual likes? What makes sense for his brand, his passion, his lifestyle? And then we'll specifically go after and build relationships with brands that 
embody everything that the athlete is. And it's just more of an organic, genuine partnership to begin with. I mean, fans can tell if it's an ad on social media and if the company sent you exactly what to say and you post it. No one wants to see that. It's not authentic. Um, so I think one thing, I mean, in all aspects of when we work with clients, it's very personalized. Um, whenever we take on a new client, we sit down with them for two hours. It's a requirement and we just get to know them and we let them talk. We get to know their voice, get to know their passions, get to know everything that they want to see come to fruition in their life over the next couple years and beyond. Um, and then really everything we do is incredibly strategic, surrounded by what we know about them and what we know about other brands. For you guys, how, how do you generate content ideas for the athletes that you're working with? Is that like something where every week it's like a, okay, we get together and we brainstorm or are these just ideas that form over time the more that you do this? I'd say it's a combination. Yeah, it's definitely a combination because we're, we're in constant communication with the clients that we're working with. And it's as simple as, you know, they'll send us a picture without even a message. You know, maybe they tried a new restaurant or they're using a new product and they'll simply just send us a, a picture and we know that that, you know, secretly means, okay, I'd love a deal with this company. Um, <laughs> but then at the same time, we're constantly looking at what makes sense. You know, we're looking at, okay, what kind of content are they posting on their social media? What do they talk about in their press conference? You know, what did they talk about in their latest interview? And what can we pick apart from those things and then find companies that align with exactly what they're talking about or already doing so that it feels extremely authentic. I feel like you guys, I'm like, I feel like I'm on social media. Elle and I are always on social media, but I feel like you guys, it's like 24 <laughs> hours a day. I, I feel like you have to be locked in, right? Oh my so gosh. So funny, yeah. I, we were up till like one or two in the morning last night yes. on a climate social media. That's crazy. It's insane. <laughs> I think what's cool, um, I had the pleasure of meeting both of you a few weeks ago, and you talked about how you go through the client's social media and look for things kind of as inspiration of what to go after to, to help these athletes. Can you talk a little bit about that, going through your clients' you know, Twitter feeds or seeing how fans respond to what they're posting and then what you guys do for your job to build on that? Yeah, well, the first thing we do when we look at their social media is right when we sign them, we go through, every, I'm doing this right now for clients, we go through every single thing they've ever posted on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, any social platforms that they have um, to prevent, you know, we've seen it happen so many times, a fan goes back and finds a tweet from 2013 that is now offensive or was offensive then, but no one caught it. And then the entire brand of that athlete and the PR around them is just kind of horrible and they have to lay low for a couple years. So the first thing we do with social media is we get rid of anything that's questionable or things that just don't align with who they are anymore and it's just not necessary to have up. So that's the first step with social media. But we do also look at, okay, what brands are they following? And okay, you know, they, they're interested in this brand. What events is this brand doing? What, what is this brand tweeting about? You know, are they partnering up with a charity where that athlete could get involved? So I think it's A, going through their timelines, um, start to finish and making sure that everything aligns, but then B, just monitoring it um, daily and kind of seeing what's going on out there and how they can get involved with things that would align with their brand. I don't want to give away too many secrets too, but um, <laughs> yeah, there's another thing. I mean, with Instagram has 
and Twitter has it too, but Instagram has the amazing analytics. And so if you have a business account, you can go in and look. And, um, you know, if, if for those who maybe don't know, you can actually look at what other interests your followers have. So we'll actually look and we'll see, okay, XYZ client, you know, 75% of their followers are also into gaming, you know, what, and, and so then it makes sense to go after companies within that industry because we have the numbers to actually back it up and say, look, not only does our client love your video games, but 75% of their followers are already interested in what you're producing. So it's a win-win. It, it completely makes sense for you to do some sort of endorsement or partnership deal with this individual. I don't think people realize what you guys do I think they probably see <laughs> I think they probably see you know, post an ad on Instagram and don't realize that yeah. all this work that's going on behind it to put that ad on Instagram oh there's so much it's so funny I swear the with the new updates on the iPhone you know they give you the um they tell you how much screen time you've had oh, I don't <laughs> think I lately it's been I need to turn off the notification because lately lately it's been popping up and I just cringe <laughs> at the fact of how much screen time I have but it's true I'm glad that you brought that up I mean there's a lot of times people are like okay what do you actually do and I think people also think like oh you just get to hang out and like be on <laughs> social media and scroll through you know Instagram all day and it's like there are numbers and analytics and analysis that go into all of this and then once we get all of that data then it takes time to actually obviously break that down go through what actually makes sense from a strategy standpoint from each and every client and then it's the execution of then going after all these you know these different brands and then that can take forever so but I'm glad that you brought that up because it is there's so much that goes on it took us a while to articulate what we do as well though when we went through the rebrand we were like how do we like encompass everything we do in a mission statement and it took like hours for us to figure that out yeah it it, it did because it's it's also the thing we always say like jack of all trades master of none i mean you can't be the best at every single thing so i think we it used to be like oh we just do everything for the athletes off the field and it's like okay great but there's so much so you just lost me so i think that's important too that she brought up is that being able to articulate what those specific things are that we really succeed at for the clients i've just enjoyed you know listening to you ladies and i i love the fact that we're coming into a day and age where women are you know rising in the sports world it, whether that be journalists or marketing whatever it might be agents um i feel like it's our time to really shine and you guys are doing a great job at putting that out there and and this is something you've created from the ground up and i think that it's it's really honorable thank you we appreciate that's that's how we love stuff like this and being able to connect with women like you guys as well who are doing the same thing well for people who want to follow you guys or learn more about your company um can you give our listeners your website where to follow you on social media and things like that of course so we're it's lwbranding.com and then all of our social media we are at lwbranding perfect awesome. Well, thank you, ladies, so much. We really enjoyed you guys coming on. It was great meeting you. And uh, I look forward to chatting with you guys down the road. Yeah, thanks, thanks so much for having us. us. Well, Kayla, like I said in that interview, I did have a chance to meet Lauren and Rachel a few weeks ago. I went down to their office in Chicago and we met over some coffee and they really, really, really impressed me in person. And just hearing them speak again here on our podcast, they're doing 
incredible, incredible things. Yeah, I was just really impressed because this was my actual first time chatting with both of them. And, you know, I've seen obviously what they do and their their brand plan and all the stuff on social media. But I was just really overall impressed with how on these ladies were. And what I mean on, they just, they have the right idea and they have put their stuff together you know, they're not just going out there and saying, hey, any athletes that need representation and need marketing help, come to us. Right. They have their brands and they, they won't just accept anyone. And I just think that says a lot about a company like this that's kind of just starting to roll, but they're sticking with, you know, their guns in a way and saying, hey, look, you've got to fit our mold too. Yeah, I, I think what they've done in terms of inspiring women in sports is that they stick to who they are, kind of like what you were saying. It's so hard sometimes in this business being a woman and staying true to yourself in terms of this is who I am, this is what I wear, this is how I speak. That you know, there's so many things that are criticized. Of there's so much criticism, I should say, towards women in this business, and no. they're not having any of it. You know, they they stand their ground. They say this is who we are. And, and that's that. And they garner so much respect because they are that way. So it was great to hear their perspective because we can relate in so many ways to them. Um, although we don't do what they do and they don't do what we do, um, there's so many similarities that we can really learn from yeah, each other Yeah, and I just – I do like that point that you brought up because I think sometimes – we think as uh, journalists, women journalists in this business that we're the only ones who are uh, kind of battling right now in a man's world. But I just hearing their perspective of things and how, you know, they're trying to just do the same thing, but on the opposite side, you know, not in front of the camera. So I give them a lot of credit and I'm excited because I know that we all mentioned you know, that we could possibly be maybe getting some of their clients on in the future. So we look forward to that as, as well. I'm very excited to keep this relationship going with them. They're wonderful people besides, you know, what they obviously do for a living. So I'm very excited to stay in touch and, and see how their business grows because it's certainly on the up and up. Well, we appreciate you guys listening. I'm excited because we continue to Got some really good guests on here. And I know next week, not going to give any hints right now, but really excited for next week's guest. I think uh, you guys will be as well once that is announced. But for now, I know Ella, if they want to go follow us, where should they go? And how can you subscribe to this podcast? Yes. So to subscribe, if you're listening right now on iTunes, you can click that subscribe button. Please feel free to live, give us a rate or review. We love to see your feedback. Um, and then on social media, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Beyond Basic Pod. We have more and more content coming out on those platforms as well. Um, so keep keep up with us. Please tweet at us, send us messages. We love to hear from all of you. When I was home for Thanksgiving, I got a lot of great feedback from friends and family. Um, so thank you so much for all of that. And we look forward to keeping this going. Yes, but- Keep the train moving. announcement in two weeks, Ella will be right here in Nashville, <laughs> and we're going to do some special episodes uh, from here in Nashville, so we'll let you know when we actually can be on a podcast in the same place, so that'll be exciting, so look forward to that. That will. To see your face will be very, yes, we very will be nice celebrating in front of me when her I do birthday this. <laughs> as well, so get ready. All right, everybody have a great week. Stay warm or, you know, keep cool wherever you are. <laughs>